Welcome to this week's Smallest Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Just Nate, and this podcast is designed for small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem, connecting people, organizations, and resources. This week, we do have Dennis with us again, which is kind of amazing. So uh, go for Dennis. Hello. Thank you very much on this National Cheeseburger Day. Yeah, are you feeling that cheeseburger right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Um, we just got back from lunch. So uh, today with us, we have Miss um, Christina McCasey from oh Assured God. Partners. He pretty much had that right. Is that right? Is that right? Pretty, much. pretty much right. Hey, one out of 10 is not bad, right? <laughs> so welcome. Uh, you know, we're, we're here in person again. So I'm kind of enjoying these in-person events. Yep. It's a little uh, more personable, I guess, if you will. Intimate. It's intimate. Personable. I feel intimate right now. Do well, you? I do. We should all hug. We are, we are, <laughs> we are sitting around a box of bunt cakes. <laughs> I was going to mention that, too, in the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm a little bummed I wasn't invited for cheeseburgers, yeah, but well, you know, I'll take the Twix. That was kind of... So what happened was we were downstairs in the lobby checking out Nate's truck, right? He's got this big monster truck. So we were checking it out, and we no, go back no in. No comments. And the, the, the one lady, out, she was waiting out front. We said, well, hi, how you guys doing? And good. And so what are you doing? She goes, oh, I'm waiting for my lunch. I ordered lunch. I'm like, she goes, it's National Cheeseburger Day. And we went. We got to have a cheeseburger. Yes. Of course. And we're I going brought, for cheeseburgers. I brought homemade soup in. I was going to eat soup. I haven't been filling the wall uh, well this week. So I was like, yeah. But I'm no. like, yeah, I'll go cheeseburger. So you went for a messy cheeseburger. We yeah. did. Slopper. Okay. Yeah, yeah. slopper. Oh, you he had, went you, for slopper. You what asked me what a slopper. Okay. Next time, we're going to have to have you down to Pueblo when okay. we have our e next event down there. Okay. A slopper is an open face. She should come to one of the events down there, too, by the way. Yeah, that's what I said. The next event we have down there, in person, we'll have you down, and then okay. we'll take you out for slopper. So a slopper is an open face cheeseburger smothered in green chili. It's that very sounds delicious. It's, it's invented in Pueblo, and it's the best thing in the whole world. With fries yes. and green smothered, chili and cheese? Smothered yes. flies and okay. yes. smothered fries. Very Colorado, huh? I'm in. Very yeah. much so. And it's beer a, it's a Colorado twist on the cheeseburger. <laughs> Sounds delicious. The only thing I was missing today at lunch was the beer. You didn't yeah. have beer? No. Because of the podcast, of course. Because of the podcast. Yeah, that's why. I got, you, I got can't drink these, it, you can't drink mm -hmm. and talk at the same mm -hmm. time. I've got all these buttons to push. i got to make sure I push the right ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> invariably, I push the wrong button. Just ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, you push the right buttons with that one. Uh, Ticks no. her off. <laughs> no, that's my right. <laughs> yes. We're wrong. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Oh, I went to the che the cheeseburger thing has thrown us off all day. Jeez, dude, seriously, this bunt cake right in front of me? Yes. I, I'm staring at it. 
I, I'm waiting for you to tear it open. I, I, no, I you brought it. it. I can't tear it I can't, open. Yeah. I'm, it's not for me. It's for you. It's a bunt cake. So everyone else who's going to do podcasts in the future, just remember that Christina brought us bunt cakes. Yeah, yeah. let's see who can do better than that. <laughs> no, nobody. <laughs> I mean, really. Maybe a sloppy burger. <laughs> I would take the bunt cake over the yes. burger, really. I really would. Okay, Christina, right. what do you do? So you are Employee Benefits Consultant, VP. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm an employee benefits consultant. Um, I work for Assured Partners, and we um, really help companies with their benefits. So, you know, a little bit about me. I spent about 14 years on the carrier side in sales and account management. What, what um, does that mean, carrier side? I think aircraft carriers, right? For healthcare. Okay. So um, I worked with United Healthcare, Cigna, and Kaiser Permanente. Okay. So um, really on the insurance side of things. And about a year, a year and a half ago, I decided to move to the consulting side, really to work alongside employers, um, kind of as the go-between consultant. So sort of an advocate? Exactly. Okay. For employers. um, And really my focus is with employers with government contracts. So what made you... Move sides? Yeah. So... You know, being on the on the insurance side for so long, you see that there's lots of gaps, right? And and I worked with consultants and employers, but really with that go between with that broker in between. And I thought, gosh, I've learned so much on the healthcare side in in 14 years. Why don't I go be an advocate for the employers? Because I know what the carriers are looking for, right? I know what the insurance companies want. I know what they're looking for. I know how to get things done. Um, so, so why not be an advocate for the employers with those companies? So, so do you, do you put packages together for the small businesses? We do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, so what do you do? (laughs) So, so really what I do is I work directly with clients. So with companies in really facilitating, coordinating, negotiating on their behalf for their employee benefits packages. So, and, and what does that package look like? So like those what? include medical coverage. So your your medical benefits, dental, vision, those ancillary lines, like maybe your 401k, some accident policy. So really that employee benefit plan that you offer to your employees, I help facilitate, put those together, negotiate on the behalf of the employer. So health and or medical, because mm-hmm. they're different, right? And, and you had financial in there too. Yep, we do some four hundred one k out of our office. So really, that employee benefits suite of of insurance benefits. Okay. Now, okay, yeah. so for those of you guys listening, she just told us they got a new puppy today. Oh, we did. So, does it include? Have you ever done insurance for dogs? Because my last company, you could buy insurance for your animals. We do pet insurance. You do. Yes, these government contractors offer all lines. We can do. Pet insurance, we can do legal insurance, anything oh, you think of too, yeah. that yeah. In, in bundles insurance, it we can used do. used to be legal insurance. You didn't need legal insurance. It was part of your, what was it, employee assistance program, yeah. EAP yeah. or we whatever. We do employee assistance programs. Where it used to be where you get like two hours free of legal advice if you mm-hmm. needed it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so what's yeah. your, we deal, you know, smalls, we call it smalls, but really it's the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So, you know, small government contractors, primes, um, what we call service providers, you. So, you know, insurance companies, banks, lawyers, accountants, IT support. And then also we started kind of bringing in the manufacturers because if you're going to bid on a contract Mm -hmm. and you want to build something, you need the manufacturers to kind of help you do that. So that's been kind of the latest 
probably now a year over a year year and a half now where we that was kind of said well that needs to be part of the ecosystem too what size company is there a sweet spot for you you know we go anywhere from my buddy matt who was on the show a few months or a few weeks ago um he he was his company now actually he's he's grown since then but but he was his own company and to you know hundreds of people 1500 people it's considered a small government contractor right so What's your, is your space in there that you focus on? So ours, <clears throat> our space is really, to be honest, across the board. Okay. Now on the group side, you really need five plus to write okay. a policy. Um, That's not very many though. Yeah, it's not very many. Um, really, you can get into doing some fun stuff around 25 and our office writes up to whatever size you are. So Assured Partners is is the 10th largest firm nationally. So we write, you know, super small to super large. Some of our offices write the jumbo stuff. Some of our offices write midsize. You know, Colorado is a midsize employer state. So a lot of businesses in Colorado fall around 100, under 100, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, 50 to 250. That's really the sweet spot in Colorado. Well, even, even DOD, I think the number is like mm-hmm. 80% of all DOD contractors are small government yep. contractors, not... Yeah. <clears throat> large, yeah. Although the large make up, you know, ninety percent right. of the revenue. But like, you, like you already <laughs> said, though, small is is as low as one person, and could right. be as many as fifteen hundred mm-hmm. to right. so be considered small business. Actually, bigger than that, I think, right? It's kind of close be. there. It depends on GSA yeah. schedules, whatever. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, so yeah. walk me through, walk <laughs> us through the process. So I'm Dennis Cater LLC, and I would like to talk to. You, I get you on the phone, I guess, or yeah. do you farm us off or do we talk no, to you? Let's jump on the phone and talk. So, okay. so really my job is, is to figure out what might work for you. Um, you know, working with a lot of government contractors, we have internal partners. We, we have the Boone Group and GSA internally that, that work with us. Um, they're actually partners of Assured Partners. And then we also have internal coalitions. So pharmacy, we can write our own pharmacy plans. Um, but beyond all that, you've got service teams, so you've got me, um, and I would be your first stop shop. And, and we're going to talk about what you're doing right now, what you can do, what you should be doing with your fringe strategy. So uh, we know that's a huge piece. And so you're going to plan, you're going to help them plan their strategy out for I'm gonna, growth and, and I'm gonna where you are you now, strategy. Yeah. where we want to go five years from now, and you can, you can help them yep. navigate. So you, you, sorry, you, hold on. You used a term there. I want to make sure we let everybody understand. You said fringe strategies. Are, is that part of fringe benefits? Is that what you said? It saying? is, yeah. Can you explain what fringe benefits is to that person that might not know what they're in for when they start, start talking fringe? Yeah, so easiest way of thinking about it is fringe is those dollars allocated by the government for your employee benefits. So for your health, your medical, your dental, your vision. So it's those dollars allotted under the contract in order to really pay for the benefits. Is vacation part of that? Vacation can be part of it. Okay. And then I'm assuming short-term sick, long-term sick? Mm-hmm. All the benefits okay. that fall there. Yeah. And and really what we see a lot of times is we need to make sure that, that you're allocating those dollars correctly, that you're doing the accounting for those, and that your compliance is, is really on point. Um, so you're getting the most bang for your buck, right? So so those benefits are working to your benefit, especially as part of the contract. So you're keeping yourself in that, you know, that low-bid environment. So you, you'll help your- them stay within the rules and the regulations of the we game. Will. Yeah. If like, again, um, you know, new at it, don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll walk them through the process and, and help them to nav- again, navigates, I guess the good word for me to. Exactly. Yeah. That. We're going to help you navigate. We're going to make sure you're compliant and with everything that you should be. 
and, and insurance is very complicated. So mm -hmm. you can also sounded like you can give them different benefits packages. You can you can give them a we used to call the Chinese menu of options. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of what you? Absolutely. So we're contracted with pretty much any insurance carrier you can think of. So we can plug and play for your needs. So let's say your contract that works in Colorado, New Mexico, Philly, you know, New York, we can look at those national plans. But let's say you're also a, a contract that's just in Colorado, we can look at some local networks, carriers. Um, so we can plug and play as we see fit and really, really figure out what works for I never, you. I never thought about that. So if I'm a, a company and I have work here, but I also have work in Maryland, or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is there actually different benefits for the different areas? So or you just kind of do the whatever the overarching thing is for the company to cover those other areas? You're probably going to look at the same benefits across the board, um, but we want to make sure that the benefits that we're offering can be offered across the board. So we might look at some in-network benefits here in Colorado that are not accessible, let's say, in Maryland. So we're going to have to make sure that across the board, we can reach all of your employees. Which yeah, which I've always thought was kind of odd, right? So my last company I worked for was headquartered out of Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. So the insurance option I have is Blue Cross Blue Shield in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's that going to do me here in Colorado? But there was still in-network here. But mm -hmm. I'm, one, I'm guessing there is some type of plans that are only designed for that state or something there like that. There are. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like when we look at Kaiser Permanente, Kaiser Permanente in Colorado is Kaiser Colorado. So we're not going to want people in these other states if we tap into Kaiser Colorado and we buy that health plan. So that might not be good for a small business to have that plan because then if they hire an employee that's going to be remote someplace else, they might have to have a completely different plan, right? We'd have to have another and little plan written out. you have to talk out. to Christina again and say, yeah. hey, I'm growing. Yeah, Help exactly. Me. Exactly. And really that's my job to, so, to have those conversations with you and to know where your business is going so we make those choices. up. On. So does Assured Partners, are you guys paid – from the plan that a company picks or are you guys consultants you guys get paid from day one when you when me or dennis comes in and says hey i need your assistance do you guys charge a fee to start the process or does it you get paid from the plan or what so we standardly don't charge fees if we're going to work together so let's say the smalls decided to write an insurance plan um I and i know that, that that you guys might not, but that's great. I'd love to work with you. <laughs> uh, but, it's mental health. Uh -huh. that, yeah, that. we can do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pre-existing conditions don't count. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't. <laughs> You're good right now. Um, but, you know, we'd work together. And, and when you wrote that plan or when I became your consultant or broker partner, then I would start being paid by the plan. Um, okay. in, in plans at a specific size, they're already be built into the rates. In larger size groups, we build them in. But it's really just a pass-through almost with the insurance companies. So define another term for me, broker. So it's easiest way of thinking about it is we're that broker partner consultant that, that really works for you. So we are your advocate between you guys and the insurance companies. Okay, so, so I'm here to, like a stock um, broker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know what a stock broker is either. Are they the one that stand <laughs> on the on the floor and no. yell out numbers? No. So I'm, I'm here to work for you guys. Really, that's my job. And I have a team that I actually work with. So I have a team that uh, supports me. That was my me. next question. Are mm -hmm. you a lone ranger out here? Or I am do you not. Have other, is it, is, Assured partners, uh, yeah. you have an office. We have an office. We have one in the Springs. Oh, um, we have one in Fort Collins. Yeah, we're we're 
right in downtown. We're down next door to you, right? Here, yeah, we're, building. we're right down. Yeah, we're, we're in Suite 400. Well, we've heard that um, before, right? We're, so we're, funny, we're story, right funny story. <laughs> I'm talking to Nate when I first met him, and I'm t- we're talking over the phone and stuff. And I said, so where are you? And he goes, oh, I'm in this building. I'm like, I am too. And he literally was downstairs. Like, <laughs> like right above my head was where he was sitting. Like <laughs> the so same funny. office suite. Just yeah, just downstairs. <laughs> and then you guys went for cheeseburgers? No. Oh, okay. No. No, then I asked him if I could help out. I don't know what I was thinking, but... Smalls. And, uh, Not sure. Do well, we, we started looking at... I don't think we ever did lunch, actually. We did coffee, sitting downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this was our first lunch, actually. Probably. Yeah. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to... <look, laughs> I'm, I'm going to pull a squirrel, squirrel on you real quick. Yeah, we've gone there. We're going to go... What kind of puppy? Oh, so we got a little Shizu... He mm-hmm. is maybe five pounds mm-hmm. now. Did you see Nate now give this each other uh-huh. little eye out? The- <laughs> I did. Um, thank you. Uh, so well, I have a seven-year-old. He's got labs. I've got Australian cattle dog uh, oh. and shepherd. And, yeah. Yeah, we got a little lap dog on purpose because that's what type of dog we were getting. That's what kind of dog you need. So wait, that's what okay. kind of dog we need. I need to know, what is it? Shisu? Shitsu. It's or Shitsu. Shitsu. Yeah, well, that's it's it. a it's shit suit. But I have a seven-year-old, yes. so we are really trying to teach not him say. to not run around saying, "I got a, sh- I got a shit suit, I got a shit suit." So it's a word. It's a it's name. A sh- I know. I know. But it's funny um, when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when you're a forty-year-old yeah. adult like me. <laughs> it, especially when you start out by saying it. Back to that mental suit. health requirement. Right. Sorry, well, you just kind of threw me for a loop there. <laughs> I have a shit suit. It is not the first time I've seen the face. And what he does though is he'll tell people that, and and then he looks at me. And he's like, can I say it? Can I'm I say like, it? Yeah, you can say it. <laughs> like, come on, just go for it. Are they kind of, the, are they mellow dogs? I don't really know. I consider he's them kind of a little bit hyper. Darn, he's pretty mellow so far. Yeah, he's a sweet little thing. He maybe weighs five pounds now. So he's baby still, puppy. Baby, yeah, I mean, we got him Labor Day weekend, so oh, yeah. two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's That's a fun time. Are you going to like, groom like one of those professional Groom jobs like. Are we gonna like show him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah, the long hair. Yeah, flapping in the wind. Yeah. Or full of cockaburs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll bring him. You'll, I'll bring him to So he'll never come out like ever touch ground, right? Well, he's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, I've seen people like have their own like fake grass where they only let the okay, dog go there. Okay, we're not so. that good. No. My wife's grandfather had has, fake grass. No, but he has a, a little white. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's a little white dog. And literally, like, all day, every day, he will, like, comb this thing. Well, for everybody that's out there, I mean, it is the cutest little puppy. Yeah, it looks like a Shih Tzu. I mean, a Shih Tzu. (laughs) It is. is. I'm actually going to try and use him to to try and um, sell insurance. Oh, there you go. (laughs) It'll work. Hey, we're not, don't be shameful. I'm going to bring puppies to meetings. Puppies and bunt cakes. Bunt cakes and puppies? Come on. People like puppies and bunt cakes. They do. We could say it's your um, emotional support dog. It, well, it probably is. He is kind of during COVID, right? Yeah, that's right. So, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, pause. We need to go to a quick break. Okay. As soon as we come back, we'll pick up where we left off. Okay. Okay. Puebloplex is located east of the Pueblo Airport Industrial Park. As a designated state authority, Puebloplex is responsible for implementing the reuse of the Pueblo Chemical Depot's 3 million square feet of buildings and over 23,000 acres of land. Implementations of the redevelopment plan include seeking companies to continue to generate economic development within southeastern Colorado. Pueblo Plex currently has tenants conducting manufacturing, warehousing, 
and distribution operations and rail car storage and maintenance, in addition to serving numerous business and personal storage tenants. For a detailed look and updated information, visit Puebloplex.com. Welcome back to this week's Small Scouts podcast. Uh, this week we've got Miss Christina McCousey. Kusi. Kazi, you were so close. You had it. Oh my you goodness. had it right at the beginning. <laughs> Shut up, Dennis. <laughs> Mikazi. 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 Like a kamikaze. Mm. Okay. See, squirrel. Hey. That's what we have to do. We just have to somehow do some kind of visual I form, know. like kamikaze, like ravioli, like cater tater, just something that like sticks with you. That's what we're cater gonna do. tater baby. Some kind of food. <laughs> so we were. My, <laughs> just uh, leave it. Leave it. All right. My friends call me Tater Salad. (laughs) So, so, uh, okay, before we left, no, we were were talking about her shih tzu. I wanted to talk about COVID real quick. So, before you do that, what would you guys name it? Truffle. Truffle? Truffle. Oh, Oh, come on. It's really cute. Is it a girl or boy? It's a boy. A boy? It kind of looks like a tater tot. It doesn't look like a tater's hot. Uh, yeah, at it's all. the same color. Okay, hey. Oh, so I did want to. I did want to talk to you. <laughs> Let's about talk about COVID. COVID. Yeah. So. Um, or truffle. I don't has, know. How has how has your business been doing with COVID? Does it make it? Has it made a difference? You said you had offices. I'm assuming most everybody's been working from home. So. Or how's that? Yeah, we have um, about 100 people in Colorado. Oh. So we have three. Oh, you're really big. Yeah. 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 Um, How big is Assured Partners? We have over 6,000 nationally. Oh. So we're in... So you're not a small. We're not a small. No, we are 10th um, largest. Play benefits 5th on the property casualty side. So pretty large nationally. We're in um, just about maybe 48 states. So... Um, Oh. Across the whole U.S. Yeah, so. I always found insurance to be extremely complicated. Insurance is extremely complicated. And, you know, that's that's the thing. It's Well, you just talked about something else, too. You just talked about property insurance. Yes. So you have do that, too, apparently. We do that. Yeah, I focus on employee benefits. Um, it's there two different worlds. But um, what I can say is we do both very well. And we have, we have both sides in our office. So, so. what was that? I attended the Aerospace Day at Capitol this year. I mm-hmm. talked with a, a lawyer there, and he had asked me a question, do you guys have nonprofit insurance? I'm like, what is what is that? I have no clue. Yeah, he brought that up. There's Apparently. also intellectual property insurance, all kinds of... Mm-hmm. I'm like, you. so you want to sue us and take everything we have in the bank account? That, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you, but good luck. <laughs> it's a nonprofit. We are a true nonprofit. It means that... No money. You can't have profit. <laughs> yeah, that's what we got <laughs> so, so you guys have mostly been working from home and the company. How have you found it? I, I personally have found that during COVID, I have been more busy now than prior to. So we have been. So, so we went home. Gosh, we started working from home in March. I think it was around March. Did I say 12th. more busy too? By the way, you busier. did say more. Busy. It's supposed to be more busier. Okay. busier. No, That's I've been okay. busier. You've been busier. <laughs> Sorry, you've been much busier. Um. Much busier. That's not right either. <laughs> much more busier. Much more. Busier. Much more. <laughs> much 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 more busier. Busier. All right. Sorry. So we have also been much more busier. Um, no, but you know, there was a lot of working with clients. There was a lot of clients that you know were in that they had to lay off. Yeah. Um, yeah. They. You know, so that was a piece of the puzzle and compliance wise, what was going on there and the health plans and and everything surrounding that as an employer. And really, our job is to help you navigate through those those things. So 
as an HR professional, what do you guys have to do for your employees with the tax credits, with let's say the COVID leave right now? So, you know, our job is to really help you take care of all those pieces and help you facilitate and make sure that you know what's going on, especially as it has to do with um, your employee benefits package. But we, you know, like a lot of other companies, I think have found that you can get a lot of work done from home and, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't need to be in the office. I know that um, they're already looking at with our office, do we need everybody? Do we need all 100 people to be in the buildings five days a week for 40 hours a week? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the big, the big boys are seriously yeah. asking that question right That's now. Ever, I mean, I don't know any company who's not thinking about that. I heard some of the that. big companies, I won't name the names that I yeah. heard, but they're actually looking at across the board throughout the nation mm-hmm. If they cut down whatever X amount they were talking about, they mm-hmm. could save like hundreds of millions of dollars oh, per month. It's substantial. Which is huge. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I think is going to be the biggest change that's going to come out of this, especially for government contractors, is that the government is going to finally realize, well, I maybe I don't need all these people on base. I still mm-hmm. need all the people. Mm-hmm. But we're actually, I think they're finding out right now. I was actually talking to one of my, my POCs on the, on the government side last week, and he said they're finding out they're more successful now than they were with everybody in-house. Mm-hmm. So they're getting more done which is going to change the face of commercial real estate. hundred percent. I mean, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I have my next question. Um, yeah. What's hot in the insurance world today? What's, what's happening? What's because, hot? Yeah. What's, what's the new stuff? I mean, you know, we've been talking about kind of the typical things. What's kind of the new mall? Is there a mo- newer model coming out on how to do business other than bundling? Seems like to getting, be getting more. So I just started here. Yeah. Tell me three weeks tell ago. Tell me what you're seeing. And I saw, I was very confused because there were so many choices. Mm-hmm. I mean, insurance, the, I think, when I think insurance, I think medical. Um, but like there is accidental health or mm-hmm. accidental death and dismemberment. And mm-hmm. then there's something about the additional, yeah, short term. I'm like, wait a second. I thought that was all provided. <laughs> They're like, oh, it is, but you can buy extra short term and long term. And all these things added on top. And I'm like, there's like 30 choices I have to make. And I'm yeah. like, holy cow, this is way more complicated than ever. <laughs> and even even like the Blue Cross Blue Shield, I think there's different mm-hmm. layers to that. Well, back to the Chinese menu of options. Mm-hmm. Not only do companies, can companies pick the different companies to work with, mm-hmm. but also the different levels mm-hmm. of insurance. Yeah. Sure. So FSA, HSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't, don't get any of it. Yeah. So there's definitely, I mean, talking about a Chinese menu, there's definitely a ton of options out there. And that's really what's happening right now is a lot of companies are saying, look, we can fund this much of your benefit. And and you see in the government contracting space, to be honest, that there's a very rich level of benefits offered mm-hmm. because, you know, small contractors. So let's say, you know, everybody under that 1500 or, or wherever your threshold is, they're competing with the big guys who can afford to really do big things with their benefits. Right. So that's a huge draw within the, the small contractor in space is that let's offer some really good benefits so we can compete for good talent. Well, I, um, and I was on Dennis yeah. before I picked this job, I actually had another offer in hand that the benefits they had, they paid 100% of everything for my, not just me, my entire family. And I'm like, how? Wow. I've, yeah. That's almost it's unheard a large of. Large company. You don't see that a lot. Well, large mm-hmm. fifteen thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not large. Large. I mean, that's not a big boy. That, that's, that's it's not small. <laughs> it's <laughs> not a small. But at the same time, I mean, it's just it was surprising that I'm like I've I've been in the DoD contracting mm-hmm. world for twenty years. I've never even seen. Yeah, that. most of them are pretty standardized, I think. But that that was very strange. We've seen a few things lately of a little bit yeah. weird. That that's kind of the differentiator, I guess. Mm-hmm. A lot of times now is. What other little perk can I what have can we do? in there? And it's the pet insurance, right? It's, it, it is. It's the it, legal it, insurance. It's I'm going to help you write your will. 
We've oh, talked. Yeah. We've talked to yeah. people about that before. I think what what's changing is I think these companies, especially the smaller ones, are realizing I can't give this person that two hundred thousand dollars salary. Um, we'd love to, but I think they're saying, well, how else can we entice? How how can we compete against Google, Microsoft, mm -hmm. these other high end companies that are just picking up these people who are fresh out of college uh, for really good salaries, better than I made when I first got out of my undergrad, but. I think they're finally realizing it's not just a salary, it's the small things too, mm -hmm. like your insurance, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're finding that across the board. And really what we're seeing, I think a trend is, you know, a lot of high deductible plans. So those plans where you've high got deductible that plans. HSA tied to it. So those, and, and those have really been like kind of upsloping for the last, let's say, 10 years. But it's those, those plans where there's no copays, there's a higher deductible. But then the company and or you, you can seed some money to pay for those health expenses. So it might cost a little more to go to see the doctor, let's say 100 bucks versus your $25 copay, but you're seeding a health savings account fund tax-free, um, you or your employer seeding it, to go and, and pay for those medical, dental, and vision expenses. So we're seeing that a lot. I would hmm. say that's probably saturated maybe 40% of the market of plans that you're seeing offered to employees. Um, but those just, are user lose, right? Those are not user lose. So that health savings account money is money that can go with you forever. So you're thinking the flex spending flex account. Spending and, account. and that flex is it's kind of the, that, that money is yours day one, but that money's like user lose. Because I've so. never done, I think I've done, f which one is the one for plan, right? So some of them are, if you, if you know you've got X amount of dollars every month, you know, if you have a prescription, you have to do every single month, which... Mm -hmm. Thankfully, nobody in my family has ever, ever had. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that that makes sense. If you know I've got $300 every month I have to spend on prescriptions, that's an easy thing to put down, and mm -hmm. I'll put that into this account. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to kind of, for the FSAs, you kind of got to figure out sort of kind of where you, you think you're going to be. Yeah. And, and well, I remember you'd be a little more conservative. Mm -hmm. But you can also, I wanted to ask you about that, because I think on the FSAs, if you don't spend it all, there are... I think there's markets out there you can buy stuff, medical related stuff, so you can actually spend it. You can usually figure out how to spend it. Let's yeah. say a, a pair of glasses, right? Yeah. Or, a, you know, if you get a prescription from your doctor for, I don't know, Excedrin, um, there's a whole, there's hundreds of different things. So you can usually use it. And, you know, the good thing about those, like the good or bad, the, the, the bad is, you know, the company, so that money comes out of a person's paycheck. So let's say I'm gonna do 2,000 bucks. I'm going to fund that for for a year. I'm going to fund that 2000 bucks. Right? Yeah, That's for me. a year. Yeah. But the employer funds that account on day 1. So the employer's liability falls on day 1 that they say I'm going to put this $2000. I'm going to trust that you're going to be here for a year and that you're going to fund that oh, whole I account. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's so it's it's one of those things where as employees, right? Or as an individual, I look at that and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's a it's a use it or lose it." And and let's say I get to 1231 and I still have thousand bucks in that account and there's no rollover on it well that money goes back to the employer so it's one of those things though when you look at it you know as an employee it's kind of like i'm going to use it all and i'm going to but yeah. but on the employer side there is liability there so the fact that it kind of goes back and, and the employer can't just you know as an employer you can't just go spend it on the bike yeah, right yeah, you have to put it back into the medical the plan i think i but think though some of it rolls over i thought it's like you can do a rollover there's you some that rolls over in place that, now so, yeah hold on are we talking fsa yep yep okay yep so h so i remember I, and I think there's a time when o Obamacare, I don't know what the official mm -hmm. name is, but when Obamacare <laughs> first came in. Um, American. What is it? 
I don't even know. Affordable Care Act. Affordable yes. Care yeah. Act. But it, I mean, care. like, people, I mean. I didn't know either, but that's sad. <laughs> ACA, yeah, whatever. Obamacare. That's why she's here. Okay. She's the expert. Exactly. We ask her. We're just dumb. I mean, you say Obamacare, you say America of Affordable Care Act. America. I, I, I can tell you who's going to know what. <laughs> exactly. So the one where the website was horribly built and very expensive. Yeah. Um, when that first happened, I remember I was working for a big at the time, and they came out and the whole com- everybody was so lost because they they come out with this new plan now and and they kept saying well we're we really want the employee to understand where their costs are going mm-hmm. and they they made it sound like it was a good thing but what they actually wanted you to do is they wanted you to go on a website let's say you needed open heart surgery <laughs> they didn't want you just going with the first person you found they said well, we want you to shop that to mm-hmm. figure out how much it's going to cost you and then go with the right person at lowest cost i'm like wait a second when you are sick that is the last thing I'm going to be doing is researching who's the lowest price, technically acceptable <laughs> healthcare provider. That's the last thing I'm worried about. Yeah. And I think they're finally going away from that a little bit of where they wanted you to take, kind of shop your doctor appointments like you would a car. Right. So, and really the goal. So you are 100% right. And the perce- that's interesting to hear the perception um, because I... I think that is 100% the perception of those those high deductible plans, right? Where, where we're telling you, well, get on Cigna's website and shop the price of an oncologist. So, you know, when oh, you're you really do at, that for some of these, you yes. can really do, you can <laughs> no, do it for anything. And, and really, I think the goal, well, the goal of those plans is to really start to steer care. So it's saying to do what steer care. So do you really need to go to the emergency room for a sore throat? Or can you go to the urgent care? Do you really need to go get a, an MRI at this freestanding facility that's going to cost you 2000 bucks, where you could go down the street for 500 bucks? So so the goal was to start to steer care to a less expensive facility, but with the same ratings. Now, I always go back to when if, if your doctor sends you to an oncologist, because that's where you should be, you're not going to want to shop for care. No, you're um, the best one. So, and, and it's... So it's almost a double-edged sword because if you're an employer, though, and you're paying the claims on behalf of that member, you want – so it's, it's an interesting perspective. I get it, but as, as the person as getting the, the employee, care, or absolutely. if my child is sitting there screaming of I'm gonna you know, go to a the bone ER. sticking out, right? You know, right? Or, or is it broken or not, I'm going to go figure it out, I'm right? I'm going to go to the ER. I, I, yeah. I'm not going to spend an extra three hours trying to get on a stupid website. And then, try, by the way, try half the time <laughs> I can't even find where, where you go to search where your in-network or out-of-network doctors are let alone trying to figure out now pricing with it where, you know, we won't get into how to fix the whole insurance debacle, but I think it just needs to be. You don't want to talk about that? You don't want to hear my, my take on that? I'm just kidding. No, I do. But I'm saying, I think personally what I think we need to do is, you know, you always say I don't want to talk about it, but I'll give you my opinion anyway. Um, I think that they need to do it just like you do a car. It needs to be full and open and everybody should be within say 10%. Do you think going to get a car is full and open? <laughs> <laughs> it is well. So okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Max or something. I, I, no, I, I shopped in, insurance for my cars a couple years ago. Oh, insurance. For insurance. You're talking insurance. Insurance. Yeah, oh, okay. That's, I thought you were talking about talking. buying a car. I thought we were talking about buying a car too. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking Car Max. Well, good also. luck. Good luck buying yeah. the car. Well, but but anything. If you shop it, it should be fairly within ten percent. Okay. Right. That would be really nice. I agree. Uh, for example, I, I shopped insurance, and I was I'm very naive when it comes to stuff like this. I'm, when it comes to insurance, I'm always like, I've had this plan for 20 years. Why change it, right? But they're like, well, every year you should shop your insurance and change companies. And 
It's a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. But I called around, and who is the one? Geico. I called Geico, right? Because he liked the little lizard guy. That's right. And I, I wanted to That's talk it. to lizard, dude. I'm like, you got him in the commercial. I see him there. He's got to be real. Um, kind of like talking so about do it. you want to talk to Truffle? <laughs> yeah, yes. Ooh, okay. awesome. I see okay. how you're tying that in. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Truffle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put him on my shoulder. Shisu. <laughs> talk to <laughs> Truffle. <laughs> we could start a radio okay. show. Truffle talk. That'd be sweet. Okay. Where was I going with this? Oh, I, I called around for insurance companies. And for my, my car insurance. And I called, and they're like, Geico, save, guaranteed to save money, right? Whatever. Mm -hmm. 15 minutes. I called them. They were like $2,000 more than what I currently <laughs> had per year. I've got like almost a perfect driving record. Like, I'm not going to look. The last time I had a ticket was like don't, eight, don't, nine years ago. Just don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, Knock I, on wood. Let's yeah. talk medical insurance. <laughs> but I'm going to drive 10 miles below the speed limit. The point being is I was like, I asked the question, because I, I was just kind of taken back. I'm like, are you sure you took my social security number down right? And I'm like, my driving record. I'm like, they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, do you not look up the same database? Seriously, how, how, I can understand a 10% delta. One cup is $1,000, the next one's $1,100 or $900. But a 200% increase? No. <laughs> Come on, guys. And, and I think medical insurance is the exact same way. And doctors... And facilities are the exact same way. If I take an x-ray at this location oh, yeah. compared to x-ray at this location, uh -huh. why is it more than 10, 20% difference? That's why she said they'll send you to the primary care versus the I know, ER. but why? Because the they it. will pay it? Is because it's Also, why does it cost more if you, if you use insurance as opposed to if you don't use insurance? And I was like, I, it's just, it's a rackus to me. That's a long, yeah, long, a that's a long a discussion. I think we will all agree that insurance in general, <laughs> I mean, medical needs to get looked at. Well, I'm just looking from a from a biz, small business perspective here. How can we create a business that fixes that? She is. We'll become billionaires. No, you won't. You, I mean, you won't fix it, I don't think. That's bigger than... <laughs> That's, that's a, a big problem. fix. Sorry, I'm an engineer. But what brain. I'm here to do no, is I, like it. I am here to help a company navigate like through it, right? I'm here to help your employees navigate through that healthcare system. Because it's, look, it's confusing. It's messy. It's, you know, coming from somebody that I've had a baby and I worked for the insurance company that I had a baby through. And it's still confusing. Right. So, and I think that's the thing. It's, it's everybody that works in it, everybody that's used it knows it's confusing and, and I think as an employer or an employee, you need somebody to help you help you wiggle through the water, right? And and that's why I decided to move to the side of the business. Um, because that's I can do that. Um, that's what that's what I've learned how to do and that's what I'm good at. So that was my question here. I, I always try to get this pin in here. How, how do we get how do they get a hold of you? Those the listeners online, by the way, we've we've gone international, so the Italians out oh, there and whoever else Good Anyways. job is we're global. Yeah, that's right. If we yeah. didn't if we didn't make the Italians mad last week when we were butchering <laughs> names by accident. By accident. So how how do how do they get a hold of you? So um, you can get a hold of me by just literally calling 303-520-3789. That's my cell phone. Um, again, I work with companies across the board, so all all sizes we work with. Um, do specialize in that GovCon space. So okay. um, my goal is to be able to help people that are kind of in the space together um, and and really be able to guide you through um, what the about, strategy. What about a website? Or uh, do you have a website? Uh, assuredpartners.com. Um, will you guys upload my information to the site? or Yes. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
It's mm-hmm. a long email address, but assuredpartners.com. Oh, that's not too bad. That's our that's our website. Um, okay. My email is christina.makazi, M-C-C-A-U-S-E-Y, at assuredpartners.com. So that's long. Yeah, that's a um, long Yeah. Long. <laughs> I'm already but, at Christina. Is yeah. it a K or C-H? It's a, I know, it's a we'll, C-H. We'll, we'll put that, we'll put that out. And you guys yeah, made fun you. of me for butchering it. Thank you. Well, no, I mean, Christina's... The way I didn't butcher Christina. Today, you didn't. Well, Very I know it's pronunciation of the names, not <laughs> or pronunciation. And for those of you that can't figure it out, like I couldn't, you could always just email us at, at the smalls. Sorry, no. Yeah. You yeah. can go to thesmalls.org, or you can email us at smallscolorado at thesmalls.org, or you can just use my email, just Nate, J U S T N A T E, at thesmalls.org. Those are almost as long as my email address. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the small the smalls.org is easy. See, you should have truffle at assured insurance. I know, wouldn't that be cute? Assured partners. Assured partners. See? That's I'm okay. messing it up. I like the truffle thing. We should bring truffle in here and have him yip and stuff on the I'm bringing him to Pueblo for burgers. Right. Sloppy oh, burgers. You should. Sweet. Mm-hmm. We like So dogs. just uh, for all of you out there, um, we will try to have Christina at some upcoming meetings so you can Definitely. talk to her as well once yeah, we start to. having meetings again. I know. I can't TBD. wait. TBD. I know. Um, we're talking about it, so more well, to follow. Be- yeah, I believe we can have up to 75 people together now as long yeah. as you're physically distancing. Um, and and you're, in, you're in Denver, so we have Aurora meetings and Perfect. Colorado Springs meetings and Pueblo meetings. Perfect. So there's a large market there for you. And, and you, I think people would be interested in speaking with you because I think this is a very relevant topic to all of us, right? I mean, it is. It is. And, and you know, I think the, the biggest differentiator is, right, there's brokers across the board. Right. Probably majority of companies that offer benefits have a broker. But, um, you know, I don't know of anybody that really specializes in this space. So let me help you. Let's have a conversation and just really see if we can help you get in the right direction. Um, because we know with those fringe benefits, we know that strategy is important. And if we're doing it the right way, um, you know, you're, you're staying compliant, you're saving dollars and those dollars equal, you know, and you're taking care of employees. Exactly. At the bottom line. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah. as a company, a small business, you say, call you up to talk about benefits. Is there a certain time that an employee has to work on these benefits? Because benefits usually start what the first of the year? A majority of plans start the first of the year, but um, to be honest, you can write a plan any time of the year. So okay. you can write one, but 10 one, seven if one. If I'm a small business, 10, 20 people, and I have a plan right now, but I want to mm-hmm. shop it, right? Do you recommend they shop insurance plans every year, changing? You know, not necessarily. Um, I, I think the most important part is that you have a the right broker partner, right? So you have the right person that has the right plan in place. Um, if you're a 10 to 20 life group, you you, you can shop the market every year, but let's put you in a market that you're not going to have to. Um, the larger you get, the less you should shop. And really, you should be looking at, <laughs> you know, when we're talking about shopping care, um, you know, the larger you get, the more claims matter and, and the more you really want to be stable and, and be in okay. a stable market. Um, but to be honest, you can shop all year long. You can shop at any time. You can have those conversations at any time. So um, it doesn't, the renewal date is only really what matters is, when the benefits renew. Um, okay. So, but you still have to have enough time, I'm assuming. Yep. So if I come to you, let's say I already use United Healthcare or something like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, I need to find somebody else. I just mm-hmm. in, in, mm-hmm. in the market to, to lurk, look. Yep. 
I'm assuming you guys need X amount of time to help with that. And and does that in, do those insurance companies when you're brokering the deal? Do do they care what the name of the company is? Do they do they adjust pricing based on so if they know the name of the company? So <laughs> so I'm <laughs> not going to say there. they adjust pricing, but. But can I confidently say that uh, the negotiation power changes with your broker? Absolutely. Um, so when when you look at your broker partner and who's really negotiating on behalf of you, um, who you're with does make a difference. Um, you know, Assured Partners, we have partnerships with all the large carriers. We're um, in their top platforms on with, with all the carriers in Colorado. So we are a platinum partner with Cigna, United, Okay. Them, so, so it does sound like you guys, it makes much more sense to go with it makes a somebody like you yeah. guys as opposed to me as a CEO of She's the company gonna just to trying you. to do it myself. She's yeah. going to shop for Because I, I know nothing about it. And whoever gives her the biggest kickback, that's who she'll use. I'm, so, I'm just kidding. Ooh, a <laughs> Gore-Tex <laughs> jacket. Oh, I <laughs> wish. <laughs> if that was it, huh? <laughs> a truffle dog. Right. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have to get the dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but it Free. does. <laughs> you know, it does make a difference. Yeah. Um I'm not going to say that like I'm going to I'm going to get you a better one and but um it it does make a difference. It the negotiation power does change it. And and to be honest, you know, when I look at coming from United Signa and Kaiser, um understanding their underwriting methodology, understanding how they do things, having relationships at all carriers, you're that's a differentiator too. Let the people who know what to do do it. Exactly. Experts for a reason. Yeah. Exactly. Just yeah. like us in our yeah. fields, we're experts in radio. Yeah. yeah. Nobody better. Yeah. Nobody That's better. Why we're exploding right now. Jeez. You're in how many countries? <laughs> Lots. Ten, did you say? Plus. You're so famous. I know. And yeah. you are now. So famous. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well. This was right. awesome. You have anything else you'd like to tell the radio land out there? Mm. I'll get closer to the mic. This sounds better. Anything if you else want to you say want? something to Italy specifically? No. <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. Send me some wine. Uh, yeah. Vino. Chiante. Uh, no, that thank you, like guys. sounds like my Spanish. Yeah, it, it's all bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you. Now, Feel free to reach out. Use me as a resource. I'd, I'd love to, you know, get to know you, help you. It's no no pressure buying, right? Like if, if somebody needs somebody to talk to, ask some questions, throw something over the fence, that's what I'm here for. It's 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 it won't be a hard sell, right? It's that's not what I'm here for. Great. Well, and and what we're here for is to help make connections. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the whole point. Um, so if if you listeners out there are looking for insurance, or maybe you don't have insurance yet for your employees, or maybe you, you haven't thought about it, but now you're thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. Or you know what we see in the space a lot is is employers giving employees cash in lieu of benefits. And, yeah. and that's something that, you know, when you're spending those fringe dollars on benefits, you don't want to just give cash because you're paying taxes on that. Your employees are paying taxes on that. Benefits are a, a tax deduction for an employer and an employee. So, um, you know, the, the cost savings of, of doing the benefits versus cash to your employees is substantial. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a whole other thing I didn't even think about. Yeah. The, the tax-free and all that kind mm -hmm. of, you know, these big companies don't get big by just wasting right. money, right? Right. They have tax lawyers, everything else that do mm -hmm. nothing but figure out, hey, how do we Absolutely. pay less in taxes so then we can spend more on the business side? So mm -hmm. um, benefits is a big piece there. And I don't think it, yeah. it has to be a big boy. It can be a small company, too. Right. You can save money no matter how big you are. Every dollar. Yeah. 
This has been very enlightening today. Thank you. It has. I, You're I'm, welcome. No, seriously. I, no, I, I haven't thought about it a lot. Usually <laughs> insurance is a very either boring topic yeah. or a topic people don't want to talk about because they're like, I don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. I know. So you it's good, good to job. have somebody come on Thank that you. can actually at least enlighten us and, and give us something to think about. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. She's, yeah. We definitely need to have you. to. Some and you know what she's really awesome. good at? It's she's a, really good at pulling us back away from the squirrel conversations. No, she went, with, she went with us on the rides. A couple times. Yeah. I, a few of them, I <laughs> But she did. also brought us back, which I is did. amazing. She did. <laughs> you said she had a seven-year-old. <laughs> you get two. I'm used to it, right? I have a puppy and a seven-year-old. <laughs> you get two hyper people like us, and we're just like, woo, mm. bouncing off the walls in here. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Yeah, no, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you having me on, talking to me. And um, assuredpartners.com and Christina... We will put her information on our site. Um, we'll put her at the bottom of our page, too, so people can find her. Christina McCausey? Um Christina McCausey. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. And we'll put, it, we'll right. put her information on there. And also when we post the, uh, the podcast, which will be on next Monday. Monday morning at 6 a.m. <laughs> I'll be there. And you will send a, <laughs> I'll send a link to you so you know exactly where this is. Awesome. So you can send it out to all 10,000 of your followers. And uh, post it on your website <laughs> if you like. We'll give you a link to that. And uh, with that, this is Just Nate signing off. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. You've reached the end of another episode of The Smalls Podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you soon at the next episode. <laughs>